Thank you and welcome to this podcast series number six. We do have Brian Kuhn from SmartSkin Technologies on the line. SmartSkin is a company, a Canadian company, which is a partner of SHOT and a very interesting, and you might have followed uh, Brian's presentation last week already on optimizing the fill and finish process. Uh, I'm very happy to have him on board. Um, he is in Canada right now, and uh, I'm happy to talk to you today. Brian, you are the true expert of smartness, smart skin, and smart drone sensor-based technology in the industry. Um, I'm glad that you will answer some of my questions that I have today. I'm happy to have you here. Welcome, Brian. Thank you, Bjorn. It is indeed a pleasure to be here. And um, again, uh, I thank you for, for the time this morning. Thank you. Um, my first question is, is uh, it's, it's about the name. I'm like, your company is called SmartSkin. Uh, where does this name come from? And can you give us a, a little bit more insight on the SmartSkin of your products? Well, SmartSkin remains based in Fredericton, New Brunswick, but um, the interesting fact about SmartSkin is that it started as an academic research project at the University of New Brunswick, and our founder, Kumran Tilladandandaraja, was trying to develop artificial pressure sensing for prosthetic limbs and hands. And thus, the name SmartSkin evolved out of the project, and it's now recognized globally, of course, by the hand. And the hand icon and the name SmartSkin were retained because our first major pharma customer, Hoffman LaRoche, and the others that followed, um, they perceived pressure and shock sensors that are embedded under a protective skin on vial, cartridge, and syringe formats as smart skin. So in effect, smart skin. And they also perceived that the hand and smart skin name itself, uh, the icon, as innovative and cool. And so this coolness really transcended with um, our CEO and the board, and, and, and that's the story behind smart skin and the famous hand. That's a, I really like that name. And, and uh, Brian, when we first met uh, in 2018, I think, was it, um, and you, you really impressed me with an interesting business case from Coca-Cola. Um, uh, with your technology. What exactly have you achieved at Coca-Cola and, and how can you transfer maybe these learnings to the pharmaceutical industry? Absolutely. So uh, you are right. Uh, Coca-Cola is one of our original customers among several large global brands in beer and beverage. But essentially, they and Coca-Cola use our technology on their high-speed canning lines and bottling lines to monitor and correct damage events that lead to leakers or broken glass. And we designed and built a special drone for Coke when we began our journey uh, that could travel into the filler and seaming machines, behaving like a bottle or a can to diagnose pressure and shock events that cannot be seen you know, at 1,500 containers per minute. And we now support Coca-Cola and other leading companies worldwide in beverage and beer uh, for can and bottling line optimizations. So the Quantifield platform in effect provided the basis for our current application uh, in the pharma glass um, industry. 
So if I, if I understand you correctly, so you're using the Quantifield platform and software um, that is built on a, let's say the beer and beverage industry, you will also transform that to, to the pharmaceutical industry? We did exactly that. Um, mm -hmm. The exact technology that we use uh, in, in, with Coca-Cola is used uh, in parenteral filling and packaging lines throughout pharma globally today. Wow. Okay, and and I, I I forgot to mention uh, when 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 we started this podcast, you work as a you're head of business development, and and since you are on board with SmartSkin, you have clearly developed the the pharma business. So where do you stand today with within the pharmaceutical industry and your technology? Well, it's been an exciting journey, and I have to say, when we began in 2016. We had Hoffman LaRoche as our first beta customer. And in 2017, we secured Janssen, Genentech, Novo Nordisk, and Amgen as customers. Um, interestingly, by 2018, we had expanded to eight global parental brands and a partnership with Shot, as you know. And so today in 2020, uh, this month, uh, we have reached a total of 15 global parental brands in Europe, the United States, and in Asia Pacific. So that, that's essentially the timeline of our growth. Wow, those are a lot of interesting names on, on that that are already using uh, your system. But to, to the listeners on the podcast who are not quite familiar with the SmartSkin or with SmartSkin and its technology and service, what exactly do you offer to the pharmaceutical companies today? In essence, we sell sensor hardware and we license the data collection and analysis with software. So we, we, we sell sensors, hardware, and we license software. We also have a subscription option, which gives our customers total access to all of our hardware formats and software options for a yearly fee. We don't typically do paid consulting, but we do work closely with our customers upfront and at our own cost to assist them in identifying opportunities and to validate um, each use case with our customers. Our library of drones today, in effect our inventory, is always expanding with new sizes and functionality. And we now have a very solid platform for vials, syringe, cartridge, and other formats. Okay, but, but, but we know every production line is sort of different. The challenges are somehow the same, though. How does a general fill and finish optimization with SmartSkin look like? In general, parental filling and packaging sites will begin using the system and collecting force data related to pressure, shock, rotation, and tilt. These are the four analytics that our system is constantly gathering throughout the lines. And this is done to better understand the signature of the lines. And so typically our customers will focus on traditional hotspots or trouble spots and we'll make changes to optimize those areas of the line first. It's very logical. Operators know where they have typical problems that occur historically. And then they will start collecting data coming out of maintenance to better understand force activity on the lines and once a breakage event occurs at some point over a nine-month period and they do they'll perform a root cause investigation which is completed very quickly 
And then line operators typically start using the system during changeover events. And so you can see that it's sort of a logical um, transition across the applications of our system in, in the, on the filling and packaging lines. Mm. That sounds very interesting. And uh, I, I know um, I, I was invited at, at your conference in Amsterdam last year and, and some of your leading customers uh, presented uh, interesting, let's say, examples. Um, can you shed a little bit more light on, on those in, inspiring business cases in the pharmaceutical industry with your technology? I'm sure there is a lot you can already tell that proves how well your soft and hardware works. Our business case or value proposition and our pricing model for that matter have all been brought forward logically uh, wh where we started with Hoffman LaRoche all the way through, I would say the initial eight uh, global pharmas that we worked with. And so it's a very logical model. Uh, typically we see the same pattern over and over. The customers generally will reduce imperfections on glass by anywhere from 60 to 80%. And so in doing so, they're reducing rejects significantly across vial lines, but also across cartridge now and syringe. And depending on the drug formulation in vials alone, in vial formats, the savings are generally one and a half to two and a half million per year. This doesn't account for savings from compressed changeover times startups and from avoiding the costs of unplanned shutdowns that are due to breakage or interruptions to machinery. So in effect, the value proposition becomes much higher, but in general, one and a half to 2.5 million per year for vial formats, but the savings we're finding for syringe and cartridge lines can be anywhere from two to three times more than vials, depending on their pain points and breakage levels. Okay, so if I so I understood um, your sensor-based uh, drones and, and technology works for vials, cartridges, uh, and syringes. Is there any other, let's say, container or uh, drug delivery uh, object that could be maybe in the future be used as a measuring device? That's a really good question and timely. As a matter of fact, uh, we've already moved into pens, so delivery devices, smart pens, um, we've begun to produce for two pharma customers. Uh, we are also uh, moving into ampules. And so um, moving across formats is a design uh, requirement. It's, it's not a barrier, but a design requirement. And we, we needed Ampule customers to come forward. And I'm happy to say that we have our first that we're working with right now. Cool. Wow. Okay. So it goes on and on. And the, probably the, the, the formats are uh, as, as much as uh, probably formats are out there in the industry. I'm like, that's, uh, that's nice to hear. Thank you. Um, I, I can imagine that investigating pressure points at the operational lines is difficult, especially in times on the corona crisis worldwide. I'm like, how are you working on more smart features to overcome these challenges? Because if I understand your system correctly, um, you, you, you need to be at the operator, at the line, at least you used to be. Uh, I'm curious what an innovative startup like your company has in the pipeline for this? Our experience over the past um, four years in pharma has been to be very responsive 
when pharma has led us. And so in terms of um, the coronavirus, uh, we've already rolled out remote training plans and resources so that we can send our systems in a box. So the hardware and the software and tablet anywhere in the world. And so we, we ship them out so that our customers can gather that data where necessary. New customers that are looking at systems or customers that are taking new systems so that they can ensure that they have effective training and utilize the system immediately. Fortunately, the system is really easy to use. So remote training is very straightforward and effective. And this also allows us to demo the technology without having to send our staff out to site, obviously. We have also just released a very new cloud platform, software platform called Remote Diagnostics. And this has had immediate interest and take up in pharma as well as our beer and beverage customers because this enables data to be synced and viewed remotely. So if, if operators have a problem or they're collecting data, the engineering staff that support them typically, which may be off site during Corona and typically is, um, they're able to view that data remotely and advise the operators on issues with the lines. And I, we see this as becoming today essential for our customers that have these experts, uh, but are unable to be on site so that they can review the data from many individual plants. Wow, this is, this is very impressive because once again, um, you're, you're responding uh, to a challenge that the pharmaceutical industry has. Uh, uh, at the beginning of your business, it was optimizing the fill and finish process. Now, we do have the crisis with the coronavirus, and, uh, and you have the right response with offering a remote diagnostics, remote training um, approach uh, to the industry. So this is, uh, this is what I expect, and, and this is how I like on, on those innovative and smaller uh, startup companies uh, like SmartSkin. Um, that is very impressive. Thank you, Brian. You know, Bjorn, thank you. We have a saying at SmartSkin that, you know, what gets measured can be managed. And so now remotely that measurement can continue and the, anal and, and the analysis can continue forward. And so we're really excited about this, uh, this, this service. It's included with our package, or with our technology to date, and that we can continue to support the industry regardless, uh, remotely, anywhere, anytime. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure, Brian, that, that this, this service and this technology uh, shows a, a very clear, I have to say, a very clear value to the industry. And, and those numbers are impressive uh, that you mentioned, uh, especially with the savings per year, um, but also all the root cause analysis that, uh, and all the things that you find out that might not be measured in pure numbers um, is, is very impressive. And uh, I'm, 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 very, I'm very happy and I'm very delighted to have you here as my special guest at the podcast today. And um, I'm, I'm, I'm also looking forward, I'm already looking forward to the next episode with you because as innovative you are and your company is, I'm, I'm pretty sure there will be a few more things that we will hear from you in the next future and, uh, and, in, and in the near future. Thank you for being here on the podcast. Thank you for sharing your insights. And, and also, thank you for sharing a little bit more background on SmartSkin and, and where you have come from 
and, and where you're heading in the next years. Thank you. Thank you very much.